All right, guys, welcome to another episode on the podcast. I have myself, Brian Gold, my co-host, Squints, and our new friend, Tati, Rod's sister. Hello. Who Hello. said we had to have you on. That's what he said. Let's see. Let's, <laughs> let's see if it's worth it. Want to give people a little background on who you are and what you do? Okay. So I started my own business uh, six years ago uh, doing uh, lymphatic massages. The spa name is actually Brazilian Beauty Bar. Uh, prior to that, I was an insurance broker. I sold medical and dental to large businesses for 22 years. Uh, and after healthcare reform hit, I was just kind of over it. I felt that the, the whole industry changed and I wasn't feeling fulfilled. And then I had a crazy spiritual vision to start this business on a Bali trip that was not meant to be an eat, pray, love trip. And I came back and I signed up for massage school and followed what this voice told me. And here I am. How long did you stay in Bali for? Uh, it was a week trip. It was, it was maybe 10 days and I wasn't looking for a spiritual journey. I just went uh, with a best friend. And when I was there, it was, I mean, I've always been very spirit, spiritual and very kind of like witchy, I guess, if you will, but never to this point where I literally heard this voice saying, I need you to close your eyes. And I'm like, what the fuck? So um, I closed my eyes and it was like a movie. It was a vision of me, like a future me. And then she basically, this voice, it was a female voice, basically showed me like clips of all the things I had to do to become that version of me. And I was like, all right, I'll, I'll do it. Scared shitless. Cause I'm like, I've been doing insurance for 20 years. It's the one thing I know really well, but you know, I was like, I'll try see if it works out. And then thankfully. So happy far, the leap. Yeah. Very happy. Very happy. Tell us about the, the male dominated, uh, insurance field. It's kind of a, uh, we think of as a very boring position, huh? It is boring. I mean, I was working with, you know, um, a bunch of other men, obviously, who were brokers. The agency I was at, um, you know, had maybe um, a couple female uh, producers. You know, typically those, you know, sale roles are, are very, you know, boys club. They go golfing, they go to this, and you have to, you know, work your ass off to, to outsell a guy, which I did very often, but I was just kind of overdoing it. I was just kind of, it didn't feel like that was who I wanted to be. And I was just kind of tired of like breaking my back to make other people rich really, and not be uh, recognized for the work because I wasn't going golfing with them or drinking with them. I was just kind of, just kind of over it. Yeah. It's a, it's a shame that, um, a lot of those industries are very, uh, social driven mm -hmm. and regardless of your performance you know yeah to get ahead you have to be in the graces of the the cool kids so to speak or whoever is the top of the ladder it's yeah a, it's a it's a lot to try to climb up a hill that you never see the top of you know yeah no it's hard and the last agency uh, that i was at um it was owned by a whole bunch of mormons I mean, nothing against the Mormons, but they were all men. It was like a family of like four brothers yeah. and their sons worked there. They're, so their yeah. in-law, their son-in-laws there, it was all family. They rolled deep. And so there was no way that you would ever kind of, you know, be, even if you outsold or try to, like, you would never be viewed as one of them. Yes, yeah, so a partner like, situation. Um, yeah, um, yeah, I was done. Um, tell us some of the struggles of just making an abrupt life change like that off of, uh, you know, divine intervention. 
Well, fear for sure was one because I was 37, 38 or so when this happened. And, you know, you've only done one thing for your entire most like most of your life. And you're like, can I do this? Can I pay my bills? I'm not married. Can I, you know, can I afford this, this, you know, change? Um, so at first I started doing it uh, for free, uh, working from home just offering it to friends to see if they would like it because I was even afraid to rent like one room to do it at, you know, so I'm like, let me try it this way and and see if that works. And then people were liking it. So I'm like, OK, I feel a little bit better with the fear. Let me rent the room. And then I rented one room and I figured the price point for this room. If I did, you know, two massages, I, I could pay for that room for the week. So I would have those two and I put that money aside like a hoarder thinking, OK, at least the rent is covered. I, I didn't buy much lotion. I bought maybe like four sheets that I was bringing home and washing daily just to a, a fear, you know, to do it. And then, uh, you know, thankfully, that fear kind of subsided. And then I was and then I had a whole new fear, which was fear of, you know, actually investing more money into this and making it grow. And as I did that, the more clients were coming. I'm like, OK, this is kind of, you know, working. Um, and I wasn't the first one stepping into this industry. I had other competitors who have who were doing well. And I would sit there like looking at their pages and see, wow, this person has this client and that client. I'm like, I'm not there. So it was a whole new drive to compete with my competition and kind of get to their level. Um, it was just a lot to overcome, you know, but um, I think fears are like biggest enemy, but our best friend also. Biggest motivator, right? Yeah. For sure. Very big motivator. It was just <laughs> like just facing fear after fear, like fear of leaving one job, fear of, you know, dumping more money in this, fear of renting a space, fear of buying a better table. It's just fear. Yeah. So that was my biggest thing. How's the struggle been finding employees and growing the business and just, you know, keeping the quality of service and still expanding at the same time? That is the biggest problem, finding good, you know, people. I, I feel like especially after COVID, a lot of people just don't want to work. You know, and a lot of massage um, uh, professionals are used to working at a place where they are told to massage eight, nine people a day and they have to, you know, break their backs to make end, ends meet. And when I started hiring, I wanted to offer a, a pay grade that was higher than anyone in the L.A. area. And I've done that. Um, and I've also, because I'm also there doing it, I wanted to, like, I know how many people a day I'm able to do. So I've always told every single employee, if your max per day is doing four people, then that's your max. That's where we tap you out. I don't want you to massage eight, nine, 10, like you'll die, you know, from just aches. Um, and so the issue with that was that people would come and expect more and more and more because I'm already giving you more off the bat. So they were already spoiled. But also with that same concept, I was able to find people who were really grateful for that and wanted to grow, you know, with me and um, and have stayed since I've started. So it was like a double edged sword, like hiring people with that package, but then also people wanting already more than that package, you know, because I I definitely made it so we we pay more than any other place in L.A., even like a Burke Williams. No good deed goes unpunished when giving people raises. I agree. I, I agree. I agree. And I'm all about sharing with them because I'm I'm there doing it, too. I'm there doing, you know, it all day. And like I personally can only do four people a day, like more than four. How long is the average massage? Uh, it's either an hour or an hour and a half, depending on what they're coming in for. Um, 
So, but it's not like a regular massage where if you go for like a, a Swedish or whatever, they can use their forearms and they can use their elbows, whatever their elbows. This is all like in the wrist all day and everyone gets the same exact sequence. Are so you also you, using machines as well? No, it's all done by hand. So you're like beating up your elbows and your wrists all day. I've had uh, lower back injuries, uh, tennis elbow, uh, PRP shots to endure just like what it takes, you know? So I personally can only do four. So I wouldn't impose an, like an employee to say, well, you must do eight. I mean, that would just be really shitty, you know? For the listeners out there, uh, lymphatic drainage, will you explain a little, a little bit about the science behind it for those that aren't familiar with the, the process? Yeah, so and we have, process. yeah, so we have about 12 liters of uh, lymphatic fluid and we have five of blood. So it's a much more um, important system that most people don't focus on. That fluid can only move through your body when we breathe and move throughout the day. And so if you guide that fluid um, uh, manually to where it has to go, you're essentially flushing a lot of it, of it out of your body. So you're like flushing a toilet. So toxins uh, builds up in these cells. So when you flush it and, and like a rush of it just kind of flies through your body, you're kind of just giving it like a toilet flush, really. Um, it's an oil change for your body. And so that can enhance your feeling fatigue, uh, the quality of your skin, um, inflammation. For anyone with like hormonal issues, it can help, it can help you balance that. Um, it just kind of goes just hand in hand with your health because our lymphatic system is there to filter uh, illnesses. So if that's working at its best, your body is kind of just operating at a higher capacity. Is it a, when you say like oil change, the, is the fluid removed or it's not removed, it's just kind of moved around so that it kind of right. flushes itself? Right. So that fluid will travel through your uh, lymph nodes over the course of a few days, even after you've seen us. Um, and then your body will pee out some of it, some of gotcha. it you'll poop out, and then whatever has been filtered will go back into your bloodstream. Really? And then your body will create more to keep right. up with its and demand. And then it up. just kind of goes up. It's yeah. kind of like uh, uh, forcing the body into its own self-service. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess the only other way to explain it would be like dialysis without the machines, kind of just getting everything moving and forcing the body to cleanse itself naturally. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, the body does that um, on its own, but not at the rate. Speeding. Yeah. Because you're only, you know, moving and breathing so much throughout the day. So for you to move 12 liters, like on your own, it's just not feasible. Like in a 24 hour day. I know that some of the lymphatic people use like, I don't know, I think my wife calls it a cavitation machine or mm -hmm. something. Why did some people use that versus doing it your way manual? Is there a difference or is it just kind of less on the hands? There is. So the way that it's taught uh, back home, it's a little bit different. I didn't learn it here. So I went to massage school here, but I went to Brazil to learn how to do it this way. It's not taught this way here with the way that we do it. Um, and so a lot of people use uh, the machine for that reason. So the machine has like a vacuum component that's basically like, it like sucks the skin upwards. So it kind of forces fluid to move that way. But the true usage of the cavitation machine is that it's meant to dissolve small pockets of fat that lie beneath the first layer of the skin. So it makes you lose inches, not fat. So it's not really moving lymph fluid. It's more just breaking down fat cells. Um, and moving them around? And then they kind of use this like uh, vacuum piece that helps it drain out. 
but it's not doing that to the whole body. So there are only certain areas of the body where using the, uh, the cavitation machine is actually safe. And so people are using this like vacuum tool that comes with that machine and just kind of rubbing this vacuum piece all over your body, just kind of giving the suction movement, which is forcing fluid to move, but not not all of it. So the the best way to really move it is for you to guide it, you know, by hand, really, to where it has to kind of go. So it, it has to hand, go, or yeah. Is it like a shaping tool or something I've seen no, people it's, use? No, um, it's all no, by hand. It is by hand. Yeah. So most of the people doing the cavitation machine or doing the, the tools aren't actual massage therapists. Yeah. They're um, other body contours. There is no law or no rule I'm um, in California that kind of regulates uh, wood therapy or the cavitation yeah. machine. There is no regulations on it. So they call it lymphatic because they can't call it anything else because there's there's this black hole like where they fall. Yeah, How long have they been doing this in Brazil? Forever. I just really? didn't know it. Yeah. It wasn't until the whole vision thing that I started to research. Yeah. Like just read more about it. And I was like, oh shit, like it's used for beauty back home. Like what am I doing? You know? Yeah. And, and then that, I actually, they've been doing it for a long period. Of yeah. Time. Yeah. And but there it's Brazilian women are known to be some of the most beautiful women in the world. Yeah. Well, and they like things more natural, you know, yeah. and so that's kind of a natural thing that keeps them slim, keeps their skin firm, it keeps them not bloated, you know, it's so they seek out like more natural things. And it's only and I've only seen it taught this way there. I know that now back in France and Italy, and um, I believe also Colombia is doing it by hand as well as oh, this doing it by hand as this has, you know, gotten more popular. And uh, so for somebody that feels like bloated, or like they're carrying some like excess fluid and stuff, moving around, how often do you know, how often do they have to do this to start seeing uh, benefit and results from it? Is it like instantaneous? Yeah, it... um, it's instant. So we post a lot of content on our, uh, you know, pages uh, on IG, whatever, TikTok, and all the photos are right after their session. And each session is about uh, one hour long. So you see like an immediate uh, change in their bodies right after and then their bodies keep on flushing that out for three days as you're processing this fluid through so they feel and look slimmer as the days go um we we have clients that just want to feel that way weekly so they come you know once a week we have some that come uh, twice a week or every two weeks but for health purposes i always say just do it once every four to five weeks just to kind of give your body that 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 shift and that cleanse. Uh, but we have people that come because they're just, it's like, I, I basically feel like I sell crack to crackheads because yeah. they like that feeling 24 yeah. seven. I mean, you said uh, that your wife does it uh, twice a week. So. Yep. But like for health, once every four to five weeks, just to kind of just oil change it, just kind of reset. That's that's what I always say. Men as well? Men as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah we have fellas that come through. Yeah. Are yeah. you guys a location? Are you mobile? Are you both? Both. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're located now up in Encino. Um, might be moving soon because I've outgrown that space and my lease is up. So, but we do that and also house calls. You gonna stay in the Encino area or? I don't know. Depends on the price. I'm I'm looking anywhere between Encino up until up towards like Studio City. I can't go past that just because I have so many Valley clients that are used to me being, being in that bubble, being in that bubble for the past yeah. six years. So I, I can't go too far off for them. Gotcha. After doing that type of treatment, are you supposed to drink a lot of water? Um, yeah, water, a lot of green tea, because green tea is a natural diuretic. So it just helps you pee more. And so since this, a lot of this fluid has to kind of come out via 
you know, basically peeing so that that kind of helps. Um, I typically say um, no like high sodium foods for three days while the body is going through that uh, cleansing period. No high sodium uh, or processed sugar and no alcohol if they can for three days, just to kind of really give it a chance to do what it's going to do. What are some of the craziest things you've seen on a before and after for someone? As far as just how in general? Um, I can show you. I mean, I have one uh, one client that was having some kind of hormonal issue. Her period was off. She wasn't sure if it was birth control or whatever she was on. And she was literally, I mean, probably 12 inches bigger than she appeared in her after photo. I mean, she looked like almost like anorexic in the after photo. And it happened within the hour. Wow. That's and, weird. um, and then once and she, that client actually, she used to come uh, monthly. Um, and so that time it was so intense. She was like, holy shit, I'm just going to come weekly. weekly. And now she comes weekly for the past two years, just based on that one, that one photo. Well, 12 interests. Yeah, I think drastic. it was like, I think she like weighed herself. This was like two years ago. I think she weighed herself and it was like eight pounds of water weight just that, she had, that she had flushed out in just that one day. Not even counting what, how it, 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 how much she weighed three days that followed that. the day of her session. So you're saying we can get skinny quick. It's pretty crazy. You can get skinny quick. It happens quick. And then there are also people that, you know, have, you know, really poor diet. They just sit all day. They're heavier, you know, thicker women or whatever. And they, you know, want to come in and see that happen to them, you know, first session. It's not always going to be that drastic first session. There's a lot that goes into play with your lifestyle as well, you know, uh, but that happens too. And then for them, you know, we'll say, listen, so your photo has a bit, but if you come once every two weeks for like four weeks and then you kind of just, you know, then go into like, a, uh, you know, once a month maintenance, your body will kind of do its thing. And so then that happens for them too. So everyone, it's not the same outcome for everyone. I mean, we see a, result with every photo but not everyone is going to be as drastic as somebody else you know gotcha. what about the face the face also so the face so we have a lot of um fluid that kind of sits like in our chin type of areas and, and they stuff. Sit, yeah. yeah so most of your lymph nodes in the face are along the 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 jaw yeah and so once you move this through then your jawline pops and this fluid kind of exits through our largest lymph nodes located above the collarbone wow um is there it's awesome for it for like you know wrinkles and to look youthful and i definitely could use it since i've anti put on some weight after covid that definitely it gets a little bullfroggy stuff going on yeah but 40 40 of that if not more is fluid i can tell from here really mm -hmm. so it could all just be moved out and i'd like yeah. totally different I'm stop yeah. studio on the way home right <laughs> <laughs> yeah i definitely could use it is it painful no it's people enjoy painful. it obviously they're coming back yeah a lot. yeah it's not painful it's all done by hand i mean the uh, the pressure is firm but it's not to the point where you're like ah this this hurts it's firm it's no it's no firmer than like a deep tissue massage yeah that you go for back you know for back pain i've had it done a couple of times was it painful? have you it wasn't horrible yeah and then like after surgery i've done it just to get shit flushed out yeah. of my body yeah that's <clears throat> that's the other thing that that's gotten you know really big so Nowadays, <clears throat> most surgeons actually recommend it for after cosmetic surgery, lipo, tummy tuck, 
all that um because just to get shit moving. just to get shit moving because they that's got to be painful though that is painful so they basically most surgeons actually after lipo or whatnot they have them come in 24 hours after surgery so they're i'm out <laughs> they're they're not happy and so but they're in pain because obviously they've had surgery and also surgeons have to um prior to lipo they put a, a fluid in there that keeps them numb and also keeps them from bleeding so it i mean that could be the shit out of them too which is like six liters i mean i've uh, we had one recently where it was 12 liters of that fluid that was injected into this woman's body before surgery. So that, that fluid like. is just sitting there. And so massaging it helps her body process it via her lymph nodes so that they are not swollen for as long. So for healing, um, it cuts their healing time in half. And they see their the outcome of their surgery in half the time as well. So versus waiting a year to see your results if you didn't get the massages to kind of help you along, they see it in like three to six months. Do they see better results as well? They do. They do. Because as you're doing it, um, we're also working on on the scar tissue that forms from the uh, the cannula, which is the tool that they use for lipo, which kind of you know breaks the skin. And so we're also working on that during the session so they don't look lumpy as they heal. So more and more surgeons are actually sending people out you guys. to us or just out for that. Um, and there aren't many people doing it right they're doing it with cavitation and well, you know i don't think you'd want a cavitation after you just did a tummy tuck or a lipo i've seen one she went to some place out here actually and paid like 80 bucks the girl just worked on just the area that she had surgery which you also shouldn't do you should do the whole body so you're flushing it as a whole and she came in and she had burns because uh, the cavitation piece gets warm and so if the client is numb still after surgery they are not able to feel how hot that really is to tell the person doing it, hey, that's hot as fuck, you know? So she came in, she was all burned. It was it was a mess. Oh my gosh. I've seen it. What is the pricing like for these treatments? So if they're coming in for just regular for the full body, it's uh, 170, mm -hmm. uh, 230 for body and face. And then it's 250 if they're coming for post-op. Because um, those sessions are for sure always an hour, an hour and a half or an hour and 45 minutes long. Mm -hmm. So we charge more for that. And also if they're leaking, from their like incision sites, mm -hmm. you're kind of just massaging and just letting that leak out for as long as it wants. So you could be there for just half an hour, just watching. Stuff will physically come out of the incisions. Yeah, yeah. If but the surgeon left it open, yeah. In America, most of the time they close those though. Not not not, not lately. Now. Not anymore. They've realized that they've realized that they're following after Brazil, where like you guys better. are letting it drain out and like leaving the little drain so it can come out. Yeah it's actually better healing for them. I mean, it's nasty for the client because they're like a walking yes. mass for two days, just leaking out this fluid, but um, they so that expedites better. healing by a landslide. It does, it or does. Or at least the inflammation. It does a, a, a bit. I mean, it's, yeah. Like, I don't know, like the full like medical science, you know, as far as like surgeons, why they find it better from like a health perspective. Um, but the healing is expedited for sure with it, with it open. It's nasty for us. We're like, oh gosh, this is, this is gross. And I, and I've had it splash back in my face. We've had it like splash up on the ceiling. It's, it's not fun, but people need it. Yeah. I'm a germaphobe. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Our people get it out. That's yeah. great. Um, yeah. Is there any, was there any pushback in the industry or like any like alternative, uh, thoughts or feelings on it is anybody saying that this is bad or it's not a good on the post-op stuff 
just in general, in, general? In, in the in the process is there any like you know myth buster type of stuff that this necessarily isn't is what it said or anything else yes and no i mean not really on the regular stuff um we get you know the commentary like oh that photo was photoshopped or you know you face tuned this or whatever there's always going to be that and even if i post a video like live time i still say oh it's photoshopped whatever uh, but internet yeah. trolls right which is there's everywhere. always going to be that the, yeah the only pushback we get really or just you know uh issues are on the post op because they are open and they yeah. are leaking out and um a lot of people out there instead of just doing the massage you know with gloves and if that thing leaks it leaks like don't don't fuck with it yeah that's the right way to do it and then there are people out there who see it leaking or it's almost closing and they grab a tool they want to oh. poke at it they want to pinch it it's like don't like we that's beyond our scope you can't as, like, as a massage therapist i'm not i'm not at a level to grab a tool and poke at this thing yeah and so when we're doing it with gloves and doing it the right way i get a whole bunch of trolls you can't be doing that that's illegal i'm calling the board i'm like please call because i've called the board i've called them a, a the medical board my lawyer has called for us as well and as long as you're not poking at it no one no one has an input on it so there's backlash from different you know trolls always but it keeps it fun i guess is this something that you plan on scaling i know you're a therapist yourself but as a business owner is this something that you see um opening more facilities as this picks up traction and yeah and, and yeah yeah definitely um yeah definitely i launched uh courses two years ago so i now teach my my own method yeah um and then we're launching a new course next month where i'm, I'm going to teach uh, the post-op uh method as well which i partnered up with one of my uh employees because i want to she's valuable and i wanted to make her like a part of of, of the business so i'm launching that course with her next month and yeah, I definitely want to open more. Um, I'm looking into opening one up on the west side, kind of near all the surgeons yeah. um, as well. We have a partnership with Aloe Wellness. So Aloe has a gym um, that they opened up um, that's for like celebrities and like whatever. And mm -hmm. they invite them there to go do this workout and um, they can work out, they can do Pilates, yoga, they can see us. So they brought in some like health people to go in there for certain things. And um, so that's given us a lot of traction on the west side as well. So I think that that would be like my next move. Awesome. Hopefully. That's really cool. Yeah, the exposure from Allo has been good. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's a great thing. And obviously the, the, the cross-marketing of social and the influencers and things is always a big thing. Yeah. Um, if somebody's interested in, in uh, learning how to do this or taking these courses, what's the, how do they get a hold of you or what, what kind of courses and, and, and timeline is that, that you're offering this? Yeah. So they can find it on our website, which is uh, brazilianbeautybar.com. There's a page there for courses and then it has like the pricing, uh, other requirements, the contact info. Uh, we have classes either every month or every other month, depending on the schedule of the, of the spa, um, as a whole. So, mine are usually every month and this post-op one we're gonna probably gear it for for probably monthly only because we're opening this one up to uh registered nurses to take as well to uh -huh. work you know with yeah. surgeons or do like home health for people so, for uh post-op 
do you have to be a registered massage therapist in the state of California or no? For my course, yes, to take that one. So this, uh, is a, this is an enhancement. For, for the post-op one, we're opening that one up to nurses. To nurses. To registered nurses to take since they work at like uh, rehab homes for people that go to stay at after surgery. They work with surgeons. They've they've been asking um, a lot. So I'm like, okay, well, so let's, let's try and see if that one picks up. So... Uh, but that's all listed on the on the site also. Yeah. So you have to this isn't you need to already be a registered massage therapist to come take this course as an enhancement to your your already service and, and license. Yeah. Um, you can't just show up and think you're going to learn something new. They try. They, well, sure. but, I, but, you know, I've been doing with therapy for, you know, 10 years okay do you know anything about the body no okay yeah. sorry you can't take it i mean <laughs> i i would you know love to open that up to more people that would make it um better for me um but i don't feel confident teaching someone something i worked really hard to build and then they go and they like make a mistake and like oh you know who'd you learn from oh, brazilian beauty bar yeah, it's okay i'll do it the right way it might take me longer to get to where i want to go but plus you're in california you just don't want the liability Right, right, right. So yeah, it's California. Yeah, <laughs> don't get me started. Um, will you please uh, uh, tell everybody the the avenues to find you guys, uh, the social and stuff, so we can put it up on the screen? Yeah, so social, it's gonna be under so the IG is under Brazilian Beauty Bar LA. Uh, TikTok, it's just under Brazilian Beauty Bar. I don't handle either, so. I should know this off, off offhand. And then website is just going to be BrazilianBeautyBar.com. And then for any inquiries on courses, appointments, or whatever, well, the booking is online. But if they want to email, it's info at BrazilianBeautyBar.com. Nice. Have you found more traction on Instagram or TikTok for uh, accelerant of business? Um, from... A follower standpoint, both. They're both used for different things. So if you get more followers and views from TikTok, TikTok, but I get more business crossover. But I get more business from Instagram. So TikTok, it's an easy way for them to go and find like how to do it yourselves, you know? So like I'll post a video of a how to there and I'll get like two point five million views. That same video on Instagram gets like two thousand views. So people are going there more for like things on how to do yourself. So it's but it's funny how TikTok doesn't really convert over to business. I I I so wish it did. It doesn't. But IG <laughs> does. I mean, we get a that lot of the business. age of viewer probably. Probably, but I, I mean, I've done like no marketing for like, for business. Know, like some of the business guys I know, they're like TikTok's cool for views and brand exposure, but it doesn't get us business. It doesn't. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Yeah, I'm trying to cross over into the like my like micro like influencer role um just for products i actually Personally. like and like use yeah. you know just to build that uh reputation and the brands i was able to get in with did it because of my tiktok volume not because of my ig volume mm -hmm. so yeah for me it's actually vice versa because really? i haven't even spent the time to grow tiktok but that's like it's crazy that's where it's at like but that's also where the where there's like way more trolls i mean i get some hate mail on there uh, yeah, it's yeah. Rough. yeah, it's rough on there. It's a My rough wife crowd. had a viral video and it was, uh, oh, the one of it was you. hilarious, actually, the, the amount of uh, hate she got. 
just in general, there's stuff that people have time to write under other people's stuff. Like how 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 bored are you? Um, I did one recently. It's where... interesting. I've never made a negative comment on anything. No, like I don't have time. It's just me. I might laugh. I do like engage in social because it is supposed to be social, and I find that the more I like engage with other people in my business or in life in general, the more uh, traction you get. But also, like obviously, I'm like always posting positive stuff so yeah um it's interesting that people just like you know you would think with with all that time on their hands that they would find something no positive no. to do but no i'm still getting like 10 comments a day on the thing from emily oh really and that shit was months ago people yeah. are that bored yeah 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 they'll still find it or people are still like all right, I know it's it's a lot, but I'm here for like the the wars and the comments sometimes because right. there's mean, some funny. really good gold there. I mean, it's, it's funny. I, I'd rather it not be on mine; it would be on somebody else's. But uh, that but, one uh, ended yeah. up on mine. But it is, it is, you know, yeah. Like for here, or for like your own personal page, or your uh, well, this was a show thing. Yeah, it was a show oh, thing, a show but episode. on my personal page. Oh wow! Yeah, no, yeah. they go to. And I didn't give a shit. Like, it hit like two thousand comments. I'm like, what? Exposure. Exposure. I like. It. Yeah, we did. We did our job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Controversial they, guest. They Controversial get female guest. Oh, really? Yeah. There you go. Talking about OnlyFans. Oh. Uh, that's what it was about. That's the thing these days. I have a lot of clients that have OnlyFans. I mean, no, whatever. Yeah, I'm not. We gotta do. You know, this girl was opposed to it for whatever reasons, and I understood her point of view. At the other side of it, like, we'll I don't get... ever. Uh, I don't ever discount anybody's hustle or like it's not in my nature to right. especially if it's it's a low impact of like the 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 downside of it you know right um but yeah that's teach their own yeah i i just feel like you know like you don't know what someone's financial hardships are nope. and why they have to do it you know some do it because it i mean i've i've not, have, have had friends that did it because they had no other choice they couldn't yeah. get a job was covid whatever and they did it for money and then they whatever got off of it but um, you just never know why they're doing it yeah there's some sick fucks who do it because they love it and that's that's their problem too like um, there's there's an avenue for everything so yeah that's there that's why it's there cross to bear so to speak right yeah it's like if that's what they can live with yeah. um on a brighter note uh before we wrap up, is there anything that you would like to share with the viewers out there? Maybe somebody that was in a position such as yourself as you made this life altering change or just. Yeah, I mean, I would say do it. I'd say, you know, we let fear kind of, you know, silent our inner voices. And I think that we all know, like in our gut, like what to do. We just look for noise you know oh like don't do it or whatever i personally what I, I did was to quiet the noise i didn't tell anyone what i was doing i didn't tell my friends i i didn't tell my family because i, I didn't want them to say are you sure you've had 20 years are you sure what if you fail i just didn't wanna i just yeah. didn't want to hear it made your mind up and went for it. i just did it and you know less is more sometimes like the less you say is is more so if you're feeling like you should you know, change something or whatever, you feel it with all your being, just don't say anything, just just do it and just like fight the fear like solo. It's the best way to go, I think. Because everyone's gonna have some input, like, are you sure? And I think yeah. just hearing that puts doubt, yeah. you know? Too many people don't trust their gut anymore. No, no. And every time I've gone against it, I get fucked. Same, every time. Never like, fails. With relationships, friendships, business, 
every day I'm like, fuck, I knew it, but I didn't listen, you know, so now I'm just like, like yeah. it always comes first, always, it has to. Yeah, I mean, we try to put our best foot forward and, and we learn these lessons as we learn them. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, we do go tend to go against our better judgment a lot of times, but part of the process, I guess. Yeah, you gotta um, learn somehow. <laughs> what, how far out are you on booking if somebody was to make an appointment? You guys are pretty slammed or? Yeah, um, I'm currently not taking on um, anyone new. Unfortunately, I, I can't. I've reached uh, my capacity there. Uh, but typically, we're three to four weeks out with everybody at the shop. There. That's good. Yeah. Congrats. Thank you. It's a good place to be operating from. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, well, I think I need to make an appointment to try to get rid of some of this. <laughs> I'll do your face personally for that. Just, Thank you. just to like prove to you that it's just forty percent water. Yeah, I we got to move that stuff around. What the the and then the we got to add it. We could the, add it to the to the thing. You yeah, got let's do it. that. That'd be cool. Only problem is you'd have to do it within the next ten days. What to add it to the thing? Yeah, I mean I can do it whenever as long as it'd be up to you. I can figure it out with you. That would <laughs> yeah. be cool. The face add is it. easy. It would take like twenty minutes. Oh really? Yeah. Okay, cool. Maybe jawline central after that. All like. That, that'd be dope. Mm -hmm. That's, uh, I think that would be cool for the show itself yeah. too, to give somebody uh, a before and after and we can add it in and it'll, it'll really tie the, tie the room together, right? Yeah. I think that'd that be cool. would be cool. Tati, we appreciate Thank um, you, guys. you coming Thank you so on much. and telling us about this, uh, this amazing thing that all of the women are going crazy for, I know, because uh, uh, we're super stoked yeah. to have you and Thank to you. bring some like balance to our, our male-driven and it's not podcast. just for women. No, I know. Which I just teasing. But no, but meaning like, I don't think we covered this, but like when my wife was going to certain people doing it, she, my wife would be like, hey, you come. Yeah, yeah. And she'd ask the person and be like, oh, we don't do men. No, no, guys are welcome. Yeah, we, we have a lot of a lot of boy climbing. A lot of guys come through. Not as many, obviously, as girls, but we yes. have a good amount of men that do it too. Luckily, we're in LA, and people tend to care about them. Miami and LA yeah, yeah, yeah. tend to care about their their looks more so than other places. But this yeah. is also a health factor as well. For it's sure. Like, you know, we men don't take care of themselves the way that women do, and I'm sure that we all need some shuffling around of these fluids and things. Yeah, to, I mean, you know, we all have it, so we yeah. all it's it's good for everyone, really, all sizes, all genders, for sure. Well, we appreciate you coming on today, Thank taking you. the time out of the day, and making it work. Thank you guys. Yep. Thank you so much. Like, comment, subscribe. See you guys on the next one.